Clayton. John Clayton. Hey, Ma, I'm done with my segment. This is the Coors Light Cold Hard Facts with John Clayton. Brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill. Time to talk football with the professor, John Clayton. We do it every day at this time with Wyman and Bob on 710 ESPN Seattle. If you guys have questions for John, text those in right now, 421-3776. That's 421-ESPN. Try to get to some of your questions before we let them go for the day. Hello, John. Hi, guys. Kind of sickened right now. Uh-oh. You're sickened? What happened? Uh, the the Raiders are ah. putting in a request for Joshy Boy McDaniels. Yes. That's oh, the first thing God. I thought of you, John. God. I thought of you. Yeah. It's like, now who's <laughs> going to go after Urban Meyer next? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, we'll see We'll see what happens with that. But but I guess ahead of that, the, the most surprising news of the day, and I heard you mm-hmm. being asked about it in the promo there, was Dan Quinn yeah. saying, you know what? I think I'll just remain the D.C. for uh, the Dallas Cowboys. What? Do you think there's a sort of a wink and a nod deal behind the scenes going on there? What what would lead to that, do you think? Well, a couple of things. I mean, first off, he didn't get the Denver job. And I think that's the job that he wanted more than anything else. Now, remember, <clears throat> he interviewed for about five or six jobs. And, you know, I don't know how he was on Chicago. Obviously, he didn't get that. and went to Matt Eberflus. <clears throat> he you know, was requested by Miami. And I don't know how interested he was with that. But I think his thinking is, hey, listen. <clears throat> got a good gig going right now with the defense in Dallas. Uh, you know, Matt, uh, Mike McCarthy is in trouble next year if he doesn't win. So, you know, he'll be on deck to get the head coaching job next year if McCarthy's gone. <clears throat> so I think he just took the position. It's like, you know what? I think I'm just going to stay. Well, and then also, John, what about cash? That always, I mean, yeah. as far as coaches go, we were talking about this earlier. There's no salary cap for coaches. No. And- you know, and as far as their contracts, they're not divulged, are mm-hmm. they? So, I mean, it could have been. I mean, been... yeah, it's. They, they're, I mean, uh, even though it's not done with uh, Bill Belichick, <clears throat> you have to let, you know, the management council and the other owners know exactly, you know, what guys are making, particularly head coaches. And so it's like, but uh, no, there's, there's no limit. You know, like, for example, in the case of Bill Belichick, <clears throat> he has a rare deal that you don't know exactly what he makes. And the reason for that is that, uh, you know, ownership gives him a whole bunch of money. Let's say they give him $20 million. And then what he does out of the $20 million, with the exception of Joshy Boy McDaniels, you know, who was making like four to four and a half million as an assistant coach, <clears throat> is that he'll divvy it up to the assistant coaches. And normally uh, this, the pattern has been he'll, be, he'll not give much to the assistant coaches. And so, and I know I got that from Charlie Weiss. I got that from uh, agents for uh, coaches and stuff like that. So, like, for example, Brian Flores in his last year, even though he was the defensive coordinator, was only making, like, about $350,000 because he'll basically lowball the other assistants. Now, in the case of Joshy Boy McDaniels, you know, he'll be paid, you know, by the team itself. Because again, just so it you know gets it out of the Belichick wing, so it's like you know Bill Bill will keep most of the money. So John, remind me what what are your issues with McDaniel's? Did you just don't think he's a good head coach, or no. did he, what what is it you don't like about him? 
Uh, I mean, I have nothing personal against him. It's just that uh, <clears throat> he treats people badly like all Bill Belichick uh, uh, coaches. <clears throat> I mean, first thing he did, he went to Denver, got into a fight with Jay Cutler, got rid of Jay Cutler. Uh, he tend, I mean, now when he was with the Rams, he kept their quarterback out there, uh, even though he was hurt. I mean, he's just not a good coach. I mean, well, he, also- he's a good he's a good coach for Belichick and a good coach for what they do with the Patriots, but not outside of New England. Well, and I remember also you were mad about he had an agreement oh, with yeah. the Colts. They had an right? agreement with the Colts. Yeah. He had an agreement with the Colts. And to make matters worse, he had a whole bunch of guys that he told uh, the Colts to hire as his assistant coaches, and they did. And so then he doesn't show up. You know, they go a different direction with Frank Reich as a coach, and some of those guys, you know, didn't get jobs. They lost their jobs. Yeah, so he just had like a verbal contract with the Colts, right? No, it was worse than, I mean, he accepted the coach's job, yeah. 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 But, I mean, I, I don't think he signed anything, but he no, told no. everybody he was heading there. So. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I that, guess he get, and then he, you know, got more money out of the Patriots, which is why, you know, Belichick doesn't have to pay him out of his pocket. Uh, you know, so, yeah, I mean, and how do you do that? How do you do that to families that have to move around, you know, to satisfy Joshy Boy McDaniels? Yeah, I think that's officially <laughs> when he became Joshy Boy. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. At least <laughs> on your end, anyway, John. Um, hey, what do you know about Matt Eberflus? I was just, I was just looking at, um, you know, mm-hmm. like his numbers, and you know, I know he was number nine in takeaways, number, uh, I'm sorry, uh, points scored. You know, he had had a good defense yeah, there. They were yeah. number two in takeaways. I mean, it it helped that they had a linebacker that had freaking eight fumble forced fumbles mm-hmm. and four interceptions. The, but the, I mean, the freak. The freak. Yeah, the freak Darius Leonard. So, but um, the as maniac. far as the maniac as well. Yeah, no, that's what it is. He's the maniac. The maniac. The yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you uh, What do you know about him? I mean, he's a good coach. He you know comes from you know uh, you know he moved from Dallas up to Indianapolis. Did a good job with the Colts defense. Good coach. I mean, I don't know how great he is, but he's he's a good coach. We'll see how it fits uh, and if he can get a good offensive staff together and all that. So, John, as far as Nathaniel Hackett goes, yeah. uh, you know, I know there was a beat reporter in Green Bay tweeting out a quote from Aaron Rodgers that was from last year, basically saying, "I hope he doesn't go anywhere unless I'm I'm there" or something uh-huh. along those lines. So, are, are we? You already felt like Denver was a was a prime landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. Does that make that even more likely? Even more likely, no question about it, because you know he likes uh, Nathaniel Hackett, and so now. Knowing the Nathaniel Hackett is gone, their relationship in Green Bay was very good, and so now he's gone, and so now I think that even puts him more in a position to try to get out of Green Bay and go to the Dallas Cow. I mean, to go to the Denver Broncos. So uh, yeah, I think that uh, I mean you can. You, it's it's one of those things that you can almost count on. But he's got a much easier road where he's at. I mean, he's going up against Jared Goff, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins. Now he may go to a division with Patrick Mahomes. Justin Herbert and Derek Carr. Yeah. So his, his his road, I mean, I don't maybe that doesn't worry him and he feels like he can take the team to the promised land, but it's a decidedly tougher road for him in in that division. Well, I mean, of course, I mean, you can say that the road uh for Hackett in Green Bay was better, but again, it was going to change because, you know, Rodgers even with uh Nathaniel Hackett staying there was probably going to go. And so that whole division has been shaken up. 
you know, Chicago, Minnesota with GM and coaching changes. Mm-hmm. You, you got, uh, you know, Rodgers leaving, you know, Gre- uh, Green Bay. So it's yeah, like no, a, I was I was talking about Rodgers leaving, going, yeah. going to that division. Yeah, but of course, I mean, yeah. you know, if you're going to be Denver and you're going to be George Payton, it's like, uh, you know, you have to do something because you've got nine really good young quarterbacks in the uh, AFC that uh, you have to compete against. And you bring it up. I mean, you know, certainly the Justin Herberts and, you know, the Joe Burrows and Patrick Mahomes and, I mean, even Mac Jones. And, I mean, you go through the whole list. And so if you don't have a quarterback that can compete against those guys, you can't win. Now they've got Hackett. Now they can get Rodgers. And if you have Rodgers, say what you want, you do have a chance to compete and maybe win against these good young quarterbacks. And what's Devontae Adams' situation? Could he be tagged? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Or is it, could he, could, he possi- be. could he be like a package deal going there as well? No, I it mean, can't be a package deal. Yeah, you know, because again, he's unsigned. Yeah. I mean, you know, and now again, <clears throat> you know, because if you look at you know any of the trade possibilities, Jeff Judy's probably going to end up going to uh, you know to Green Bay because he's still in his rookie contract and they can afford it because they're $40 million over the cap. Are you talking Jerry Judy? Jer- Jerry Judy, yeah. So you got Jer- oh. Jerry Judy, uh, and so he, he's he got a good chance to uh, to end up going. And so it's like, uh, you know, and remember, they just signed two wide receivers. I mean, Cortland Sutton got, uh, you know, what, 14, 15? He got $15 million, and they paid Tim Patrick $10 million a year. So oh. they've already got two other wide receivers that are signed to long-term deals. And you still have Noah Font there and all that stuff. So it's like, uh, so I don't know. You know they, probably, they, they probably can't afford to get uh, you know, Adams. But again, if that's what it's going to take to satisfy Rodgers, then they might do it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, Sutton and, uh, and Patrick both had about 750 yards yeah, yeah. in receiving. And no drops. So. Yeah. Wow. Well, and the other thing, too, John, looking and I want to ask you about the last one. But I mean, you look at you got salary cap room. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers is there, you got your quarterback. It's a good football town. I mean, right. The fans are tough. But Mm -hmm. the the, the last thing would be ownership. And it's still the Bolin family there. Right. For now, but they're selling. Okay, so and what are we thinking as far as a, a price tag goes? Is it like I thought I read somewhere it was like three and a half, four no, billion? No, it's much That's more than that. More than four billion dollars. Forbes has them at three point seven five, and I mean you've got uh, you know six bidders. You know one of course has Peyton Manning. You know one has John Elway, and then you have some guy from Amazon that uh, is you know in the mix too that can just. Even if it's going to cost five billion, he can do it. So it's like, uh, no, I think it's it's going to far exceed three point seven five, easily, easily. Mm. It, it's going to be you know four and a half at the least. So you were, you were talking about Jerry Judy going to yeah. Green Bay. You were talking about that in exchange part of a deal for Rodgers. Yeah. What 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 did that? What do you think that deal looks like in the yeah, way of the, compensation? I, and I, you know, it's like you you know me. It's like. Uh, I, I'm going to credit people that do a good job, particularly two with me riding in Denver uh, for the uh, 104.3. But you know, over the weekend, you know, the Denver Post did a you know an analysis on what it might cost, and here's their thinking. And I thought it was good thinking. Maybe it's not enough, but hey, here's their thinking: is a first round pick next year, a second round pick in 2023 that can upgrade to a first round pick, 
Jerry Judy, and a couple young defensive players. Hmm. Hey, John, uh, Pro Bowl this year. Where's the Pro Bowl? Is it in Vegas? Yeah, Vegas, yeah. 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 So um, are we going back to them playing games? What do you know about the Pro Bowl? Yeah, they're going to play. As it stands right now, they're going to play. I mean, we've already had, uh, you know, three... Uh, players because of injuries already scratched and we're waiting to see you know who's going to fill in for Quandre Diggs because they haven't really filled that free safety spot yet so it's like uh, yeah as of right now and of course what it'll be uh, next week next Sunday so it's like uh, uh, and you know naturally uh, the teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl you know they're not going to have their guys sent so we'll have right. a bunch more changes coming up on Monday. Yeah, I saw that Hunter Renfro made his way in, which uh, <laughs> that guy is just, yeah. he, he's a good player, man. He's really not is. flashy, that's for no. sure. But I don't know, it's just weird to me, the Pro Bowl, it, every year it gets more and more, or, or it gets less and less physical. Yeah. And and I you can understand that, because I, I know at one point it was like if you won, you got like a hundred thousand mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. and if you lost you got fifty thousand but these guys are getting paid so much more than that per week why would you go out there i don't remember the last time we saw like a serious injury come out of the pro bowl but if anybody ever went there and got hurt i feel like they would just scrap yeah, the whole yeah. thing I, yeah. I feel like it's a it's on thin ice right now well i mean roger goodell's not for it he'd rather get rid of it but the players want it and so because the players want it because you can get some money out of it. And so because of that, you know, it tends to stick around. I mean, you know, their preference obviously would have it in Hawaii, but, uh, you know, that's not in the equation right now. So he was in Orlando for some time. I still remember, uh, you know, the last time I attended a Pro Bowl was in Miami, okay? And, you know, when I went there and watching the offensive linemen and the defensive linemen, you know, I honestly thought that I was watching Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, again, it's pretty it's like, much it. Yeah, it was, I mean, they, they didn't hit anybody. All they did was kind of grab each other, hold, you know, do little spin moves and little stuff like that. Step. Little yeah. box step. Little box step, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it was Dancing with the Stars. John, yeah, the, I'm sorry, really quick, one more Pro Bowl moment when Jimmy Graham got hit really hard by that linebacker and got mad at him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, John, the 425 wants to know, uh, yeah, there it is. Where do you see Gardner Minshew landing? I don't know. I mean, I think that he can certainly be in the equation for, you know, some of these jobs. I mean, uh, you know, because I think that he's shown that, you know, he has enough talent to at least be considered, and I say considered a starter. So I don't know if it's going to be Pittsburgh. I don't know if it's going to be New Orleans. You know, you know, I, I do think he's going to go someplace. You know, and again, if you're picking him up, it's only going to cost like a, you know, fourth, fifth round pick or something like that. It's not going to be too expensive. So it's like I could see him going and uh, getting a chance to start someplace. Another, uh, sorry, Dave. I just want to get one more listener yeah. question in here. The four two five. Please ask John if the GM for the Steelers is retiring. Is it Kevin Colbert? He hasn't decided yet. It's been inaccurately reported, which, of course, I mean, there's some inaccurate reporting that's been out there, and we continue to see that with the uh, stuff on, uh, you know, Russell Wilson and all that stuff. But as of, as of right now, he's still deciding if he's going to retire. The odds are he probably will, but uh, at this stage, he's not made a decision on it. Um. Uh, I'm not going to answer the two five. Th- I'm not going to ask you the two five threes question there. Oh, okay. Is it a uniform question? No, it's about the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. 
as far as health goes, John, going in, I mean, yeah. uh, any uh, any big news going into AFC-NFC championship game as far as uh, injuries? Well, I think the biggest one is what's going on with Trent Williams, you know, because he hasn't practiced because of his ankle injury. And I know that, uh, you know, you keep on hearing Kyle Shanahan saying he expects him to play, expects him to play, expects him to play. You know, we heard that for how many weeks with John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson, and he didn't play for uh, eight weeks. And so it's like, uh, you know, that, that I think is the biggest one right now now because if you take Trent Williams out of the lineup for the 49ers who the heck is going to be able to block uh, Aaron Donald because all Aaron Donald is going to do is like he did last week you know the right tackle was out you know uh, Tristan Wilfs and so you know he just went over to the right tackle side and just destroyed everybody and so now if Trent Williams is going to be able to go he'll just go over to the left side and try to destroy everybody. <laughs> 253 wants to know, are the Seahawks eligible now to be picked for hard knocks? And if yes, no. what, are, what are the odds they do get picked? No, they're, they're not eligible. I mean, well, it, they, they didn't go to the playoffs and they don't have a new head coach. Isn't, aren't those the two stipulations? Yeah, but it has to be for a couple of years. Oh, it has to be for multiple years. Multiple years, yeah. Oh, I thought it was one no, year. No, 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 no. There's only like about uh, three teams right now that are qualified uh, to, to get hard knocks. One's Detroit. Yeah, and the other, uh, the Jets, and I can't remember who the third one is. But, uh, yeah, Detroit and the Jets are two of the teams that are eligible. I think, you know. Uh, had, the, right. had it been that long for the Colts to be out of the playoff? I hadn't paid attention. But no, well, I, I always right. thought it was no. one year. Well, no. the Cowboys were in in 18, and I don't think for the, 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 the Colts were in in, uh, you know, 2020. I mean, remember, they won 11 games. Yeah, they they, they got beat by the Bills. Right, That's right, right. right. So, yeah, right. so. Yeah, so they, then they put them on yeah. hard, hard knocks. I'll tell you what, huh. you, you mentioned Detroit. Oh, no, but again, again, the regular season one is different because we're talking the preseason one. The mm. preseason one is the one that, uh, you know, uh, uh, that qualifies. You know, all the stipulations. So they, they've got different rules for the in-season one? Yeah. I mean, Assume, We're assuming the in-season one will continue, right? Or that wasn't yeah. just a one-off? Well, you would hope not because it was so good. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Oh, yeah, I love great. I, I thought... Yeah, it was almost better than the uh, the other one, just because, you know, you, you're having to you get to go through the season and mm-hmm. just more exciting football. And well, and, and the difference is, I think that uh, you know, doing it during the season, and this is certainly you know the Colts, they were happy to do it. I mean, I don't know, you know, it's like, hey, we'll take volunteers to see who wants to do an in-season uh, hard knocks, and they obviously were one team that volunteered. Like, I mean, you know, you could see maybe you know the Dallas Cowboys next year. You know, maybe they want to do it. And so it's like, uh, no, it's like, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it, it seems like, you know, teams are willing to do it during the season and are reluctant to do it, you know, when you're in training camp. Because obviously, you know, you expose too much in training camp because you're trying to get the team ready for the season. And then you also show teams what you have. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, of those names you, that you mentioned, Detroit, I think, would be interesting right yeah. now with their head coach, uh-huh. Dan Campbell. Yeah, he, he's I'd watch. a character. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Hey, John, we, we played a cut from Troy Vincent yesterday, and he was surprisingly, you know, with his title working for the league, he was railing on behalf of Eric Bieniemy, sort of just yeah. talking talking about the, the injustice of it. I don't know if we have that cut, left cut. Do you have that? Black play- coaches in particular – and many others outside of that that circle, we are still looking for that grace to be afforded to Coach Bieniemy. That has been afforded to Brad Childress, Pat Shermer, Doug Peterson, and Matt Nagy. All shared the same role as Coach B. None 
have had the success. He's going to a fourth straight championship game. Calls plays, shares the play calling duties with coach. We're still looking for that grace to be extended. I couldn't couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's sinful that the enemy is not getting a head coaching job at this stage. And, you know, because, again, I mean, look what he did last week. I mean, you know, here he was, and you could see him on the sidelines working it with uh, 13 seconds left in the game. You know, he he would go over and then, you know, tell a couple of the guys, okay, now here, you better be in this position, you know, when we throw the one pass to one side, and they go 44 yards and 13. A little less than 13 seconds to get a chance to tie the game and put it into overtime. That was a lot of it was the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so again, he, it's like, how much more do you want from a coach? Are you are you hearing much about him interviewing anywhere? No, or not much. No, not much. I mean, because so you know, yeah, we're down to seven right now, and you know, I, I thought that maybe you would see something, you know, with the Raiders, but now you know they're talking to Joshy Boy, so it's like, and that doesn't fit. Uh, you know, Miami, I thought would be you know a good team to w- work with, but they're looking at Brian Dable, so uh, you know that that's not a fit there. So yeah, I'm I'm just concerned because right now the Rooney Rule is not working. You know, it's like yeah, we'll get a, we'll get a couple head coaches. I mean, you know, Brian Flores for whatever reason may get the New York Giant job, but of course, I mean, you know, you know, you still wonder about Patriot. Uh, you know, Patriot assistance, but say what you want. At least he's black, and at least he's you know head coaching experience and all that stuff. So you hope that something happens positive there. And so, uh, but yeah, it's 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 sinful that the enemy is not getting a head coaching job. Yeah, so strange. All right, John, we appreciate it. We'll talk tomorrow. All right, sounds good. There you go. If you missed any of today's cold hard facts, brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill. Download the podcast at Seven Ten Sports. Well, the Seahawks need a complete overhaul on this offensive line, and we'll explain how they can get it done in the offseason. That's coming up with Wyman and Bob on 710 ESPN Seattle.